Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. You are listening to the Coach Vaughn Podcast. I am Vaughn DiCarlo, a.k.a. Coach Vaughn, and Coach Vaughn is on in this very Truman world that we live in, right? Yesterday was such an interesting day in love, basketball, and comedy, mostly basketball and comedy. I'm scooching the day before into this love basketball um, comedy Truman show of mine today to include Kanye West in the love because he decided to, um, you know, go batshit crazy on Twitter again and start twerking and tweeting and aligning himself with white supremacy, a.k.a. Donald Trump and the Magna Make America Great Again crew, who many people believe that that red hat represents, you know, what the KKK hood used to represent. Only now we can see your face. So Kanye West started aligning himself via Twitter and, you know, spewing out things to say that, you know, him and Trump are dragon brothers. They have the same dragon energy and he loves Donald Trump. And he continued the conversation by saying, hey, it's all love, have empathy for others. And I 100%, 1000% agree with Kanye West in terms of you could agree to disagree with people without disowning them or not being in association with them. And it's very interesting where Kanye West is taking this conversation. He um, he released two songs, one of which I think is hilarious because the lyrics are just jibber-jabber. And the sarcasm of that is hilarious to me. And then there's the other song, Yay Against the People, or Yay Versus the People, fit, featuring Tip. If you listen to that song, it's an amazing conversation. I'll leave it there. This this show is definitely not going to be filled with Kanye West because I have been blacking out about Yeezy since, what, Thursday? When I did, like, last Wednesday when he first started tweaking all the way through until um, I did Urban View, Sirius XM, Urban View, Channel 126, Power Hour. And my whole show was practically about Kanye. Um, so this show is not going to be all about Kanye. It, I just wanted to say that, you know, this this yesterday in particular was very interesting for comedy. And basketball, LeBron James, King Goat, closed out that seventh game against the Pacers in the first round, as I said he would. But what was very interesting is I was tweeting, live tweeting the game all day. Um, and what was so interesting is my comedy sister, Michelle Wolf, was trending all day alongside LeBron James. So I was just all the way in for that. If you're not familiar with Michelle Wolf, she is a comedian from The Daily Show on Comedy Central with a slew of other credits. Uh, but her most recent credit is the White House Correspondents' Dinner, where she roasted the holy hell out of pretty much everybody, journalists, Democrats, Republicans, in particular, Huckabee. So people are losing their mind because they're saying that she trashed her appearance. 
And I'm like, isn't this ironic that they are totally blacking out and misrepresenting what Michelle said in the line? I think the line went something like it. I may be paraphrasing. This isn't an exact quote, but it's just so you get the gist of what, what was said if you don't know already. Basically, <laughs> Michelle Wolf said that she really likes Sarah Huckabee um, because she's very resourceful in that she burns facts and takes the ashes from those facts and makes a uh, perfect and creates a perfect smoky ash eyeshadow. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, technically, it's a compliment to her perfect smoky eye. Um, and an insult to her being a liar, an insult to her lies, an insult to the being a liar for a liar, to the administration, to the Trump administration, the whole nine yards. And it's very funny to me that the very people who are going at Michelle Wolf about this comment, about this roast of um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Saunders Sanders, tomato, tomato, um, are the very people that have yet to make Donald Trump accountable for the slew of vile things he has said and done to and about women. So it's just, the irony of that is incredible. So Michelle Wolf was trending all day alongside LeBron James. I think Michelle Wolf might still be trending, which is incredible. Comedy, as I have spoke about on this podcast before, Comedians are like the new real journalists. Like people turn to The Daily Show to get the truth. Truth in comedy, people. Truth in comedy. You can't trust Fox, CNN, all these different news channels. They seem to all be in the same game. And as you swirl Kanye West into this whole situation, it's like, oh my God, what is this all about? And when you look at it, you go, damn, Kanye, you doing all of this? You online yourself up with white supremacy just to sell a few albums? Like, you're already a genius artist. You're already wealthy. I mean, hell, if you lose all your money, you've got that Kardashian flow going. So it's like, I always think to myself, like, I may have a knee-jerk reaction to things because I'm so emotional in general as a person, as a woman. But then I, I take a step back and I really start thinking about it. Like, what is this really about? It can't be about selling album, albums. Because Kanye West is in that that uh, area of fame where he really doesn't have to do anything dramatic to sell his albums. All he has to do is pop up on Twitter and post a damn sound class, uh, 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 post the 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 track post his website like he does and say nothing and it'll be downloaded millions and millions of times cuz that's just who he is as an artist so it can't be about rap music and lyric it, it can't be and i thought about it and i was like holy mary mother of goodness in the world kanye west in my opinion is lining himself up to run for president in 2024. Call me crazy, but you will be also the people that, you know, I did a bit 
a Kanye West don't care about black people bit in 2016, like almost two years ago. If I was a famous comedian, maybe I would be considered a forward thinker on that because now it's a Kanye West don't care about black people meme floating around with George Bush's face all over it. But I did that when Kanye West went to go visit Donald Trump first day out of the crazy people hospital when he was having his little mental issues. The first person he went to go visit was Donald Trump. This was December 2016, circa December 2016. And I started doing this bit in my stand-up, you know, that revolved around, you know, what people are joking about now based on current Kanye-Trump interaction. So anyway, um, it dawned on me, and I said, you know what? He's aligning himself with Trump supporters. And then he's going to capture the ear of the people that will listen to him and still give him a shot that doesn't, you know, there's a lot of people in, you know, the black community, black community and the culture of hip hop that are like, you know, saying Kanye West is completely dead to them. I'm not one of those people. I never said I hated Kanye. Um, I, I'm confused by Kanye sometimes. But, I mean, he has my ear. I'm definitely not saying that I will ever... I, what, I agree with Kanye West in saying that you have to empathize with other people and be willing to listen. So I am willing to listen. However, I can't ever, 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 ever foresee myself aligning myself with hatred to get to love and that seems to be the gist of what he's trying to accomplish because he's talking about a, a lot about love and empathy you know love and like Kanye I get it I get it yay but completely aligning yourself with the devil is something that Jesus himself didn't do you know what I mean I correct me if I'm wrong people out there toting your Bibles, but I have read my Bible straight through page by page two times. And I do not recall any moment. And no, can't think of it. Can't think of it. Can't think of it where I'm going to align myself with evil. Now trying to get through to evil. Sure. But aligning myself with evil? I don't know. I don't know. Um, the conversation is still open. We'll see what happens, but it's just very interesting to me. I feel like we're living... Um, I was suspicious that we were living in an episode of, you know, living in the movie The Truman Show with no Truman in this world. I, I tweeted that years ago. Years and years and years ago, before even Trump. Now I just feel like we're living in an episode of Black Mirror. Um... And I'm wondering, what is the ending? I don't know if you guys watch Black Mirror on Netflix, but I don't know if it's ever really an ending. And <laughs> sometimes the endings are more confusing. Or it's just like, what I love about Black Mirror is it's a psychological thriller for the most part. But the endings, I shouldn't say they're confusing or unfulfilling. Uh, I should say that they're representative of life for real like sometimes there is no ending it just goes on and 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 
you know, unlike the Truman Show, I don't know that we're living in a world with such a a pure heart. If you remember the Truman Show, Jim Carrey's character had such a pure heart and he really didn't even know any better. Ah, love and light people. But all balls down to the king. Ball down, bow down, all balls down, new hashtag, all balls down to King James, okay? All right, all balls down. The other day when Kanye was tweaking, the one of the last things he said was, that's enough for today. I'm going to go watch the Cavs game. Um, no, Kanye, do not bring King James into this debacle of the Black Mirror world, okay? Even though he's part of the whole system. I get it. Don't tweet me about it. I know, I know, I know, I know. But um, the Obama of the NBA, King Goat James, doesn't do things to make me think I'm losing my mind. Like Kanye West tweeted something um, yesterday about being at a sci-fi, sci-art place. And he had just learned about desalination. And he was looking at the project by Ashley Morgan hashtags, but he couldn't tweet the photos because there was a lot of great projects there. And he had his the, the monkey emoji eyes covered. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What in the sci-fi type of technology deconstruction in my brain is happening here? What the hell is desalination? Am I saying it right? Is it spelled right? What is that? Oh, my God. Are they feeding my thoughts to robots? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What futuristic secrets is Kanye West spewing out on Twitter? This is really Black Mirror. Someone help me. Someone save me. And then I looked it up. I googled desalination. If I'm even saying it right, y'all. Y'all know how I am. I will mispronounce a name and a word. (laughs) I Googled it and I was like, oh, I am definitely, definitely tripping. Okay? I'm definitely tripping. Um, It is not some sci-fi mysterious stuff. It is basically just a process that extracts mineral components from saline water. (laughs) it 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 refers to the removal of salts and minerals from a targeted substance oh god so i was tripping it's like i've never heard the word before and i was like oh shit kanye west has me tripping black mirror has me tripping trump has me tripping. this michelle wolf everything that's good the information age has me completely tripping off of like regular shit I think everything is um trippy you know what was so trippy oh this game was trippy I don't know if you guys follow me on Twitter and Instagram same thing um but Twitter I live tweet the games a lot of times and especially uh high profile games like you know game seven closeout games oh it was so fun I truly, truly wished that Lance Stevenson would blow in LeBron James' ear, you know, for old time's sakes, uh, for old time's sake, but he didn't, he didn't, but LeBron James closed that game out like the king that he is, just like I told y'all, when he move, y'all move, you are on the king's time. It's just incredible to me, the, the level in which he is playing, it's just incredible, um, 
is really not much I can say. Like you guys all saw what I saw. And, you know, haters will say it's photoshopped, a.k.a. the refs. But all balls down, people. All balls down. Now, ah, I have to admit, I'm getting a little nervous. We all see what's coming, right? We all see what's coming. We don't need the black mirror to see into this future, right? It's going to be Philly and the Cavs. And Lord knows I am going to be on the king side, but my prediction still stands. I originally had said that I was not going to do finals predictions and I'm not going to do finals, finals, East, West predictions. I'm just saying God's light is on Philly. God's light is on. I'm not saying God's light is not on the king. God's light is on King James for many, many other reasons. But I'm just saying like a few years ago, I don't know if you guys remember this, my longtime listeners and followers. Before Steph Curry was, um, you know, holding that ring, I was like, Ugh, God's light is on Steph Curry. His energy field is just really, really, really strong. And I was like, it looks like to me, because <clears throat> at a certain point, I put aside logic and my emotions, and I just look at things from a vibrational, spiritual point of view. And right now, I must say, ah, God's light is shining bright on Philly, so I think I might shed a tear. I love Philly. I am totally down for what's happening now um, with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Oh, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, y'all. Donovan Mitchell might have me pulling my Ben Simmons vote for Rookie of the Year. When I tell you, it is incredible that a rookie, wet behind the ears ass rookie, still smell like Similac, just got off the bus from school. Rookie took out. Not just Carmelo Anthony, not just Paul George, but Russell, the Hulk, (laughs) Westbrook, the rookie, took out OKC like that. I was like, okay, I love Ben Simmons. He is very exciting. I love watching Ben Simmons. Love it, love it, love it. Future King James, as they say, calling him Prince Simmons and all that. Um, but look, to you have to look at Donovan Mitchell and say, well, damn. And by the way, no fines for Russell in this fan situation. Zero. I'm 100% on Russell's side. Now, Russell needs to channel his energy and his, his emotions a little bit better. He's going to have to mature out of a certain place. It's very interesting because players, you're, they're literally, athletes are playing a game for a living. So you have to have a sense of immaturity, just like in comedy. We're, comedians are very immature, mature people, just like athletes, very immature, mature people. You have to keep that childlike, childish essence in you to do what we do for a living. However, you have to have a sense of maturity to be successful. 
if that makes any sense. You need the combination of both to be really successful. And Russell Westbrook needs to mature into a place where he can channel his temper tantrums because, you know, they, they used his emotions against him well. Um, not just the fans in, in, in that building, but the team itself, you know. And I think eventually, hopefully, Russell will get into a mature place where he channels his energy. Um, you know how you're looking for your keys? Like, you want something so bad, Russell, you want it so bad that you turn into the Incredible Hulk and you fuck shit up, dude. You're, like, completely annihilating shit too far. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, when you stop looking for your keys, you you realize they're sitting right there, but you had to calm your emotions down to find them. That's Russ. That's Russ. And I think he'll get there. <clears throat> Just like Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony needs to be coming off of somebody's bench. Okay? But he, you know, athletes have egos. Athletes have egos. <clears throat> Sorry for the hiccup. Athletes have almost childlike egos. If I can, you know, continue with the thought that I was saying about Russ. Now, Carmelo Anthony might be getting to a place to come off somebody's bench and be productive. <clears throat> Excuse me. But no athlete wants to accept that the end is near when the end is near. I think this experience with OKC being knocked out in the first round by a child, basically, might give Carmelo Anthony some perspective to say, hey, you know what, maybe I'll be a better contributor and score off the bench and see what happens. It's going to take a minute for him to allow his ego to, 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 to do that. He has to mature into that place where he accepts that. Look at Dwayne Wade. People go, oh, well, Dwayne Wade came off the bench. Did Dwayne Wade come off the bench? Uh, did he, he didn't go quietly, y'all. He came into Cleveland like, I ain't coming off no damn bench for no damn J.R. Smith. And then you saw what happened. And so did Wade. And Wade was like, oh, okay, let me give this a shot maybe I should come off the bench and let's see what happens. And then guess what happened? His maturity allowed him to come off the bench and boom. Now he's in the place that he's in. You guys feel what I'm saying? So <clears throat> getting back to what I was saying about Russell and the fan. Yes, Russell has to channel his emotions a little bit better. However, in certain situations, you are asking these athletes to not even be human. When you purchase a ticket to go into an arena, you purchase a ticket to watch them play. That ticket that you purchased, I don't care how much money you paid for it. I don't care if you paid $10,000 to sit on the bench right next to Russell Westbrook. You have some goddamn respect. OK, put some respect on it. You that money did not that ticket that you bought did not give you a pass to anything. But that seat watching the game and maybe a few hot dogs and a couple of drinks. It did not give you a pass to be disrespectful, um, disrespectful, verbally or physically. Yelling out 
all kinds of stuff about people's mamas and families and babies and kids and things. Or throwing stuff. Didn't somebody pour LeBron a beer over LeBron's head a few years ago? This is what I'm saying. I don't care what amount of money you pay for that ticket. You don't get to abuse these players verbally or physically. And the NBA needs to take a look at that. You're so busy trying to protect the fans. You need to perfect, per, protect your artists, your athletes. That money that you're getting, don't, don't give them people no pass to do whatever the hell they want. And that includes verbally. So he should have, well, maybe he shouldn't have smacked the phone out of his hand. But the, the, or the dude didn't have to stick the phone all the way down his damn throat either. Like bag back, all right? And just like Russ said, if I'm on the streets, you ain't doing that. You ain't doing this in my face. You ain't sticking no camera all the way down my damn throat and calling me no names and, and talking shit. Just like all the people be talking mess on LeBron. They be like, oh, he's a bitch. He's a bum. He's a whining ass bitch. I can't stand LeBron. The first thing I say is, you know what? Say it to his face. Because <clears throat> at the end of the day... I like who I like, right? Russell Westbrook isn't one of my favorite players on planet Earth, but I respect him. I respect his game. I respect his discipline. I respect his heart. I respect his courage. I respect him when he's going full-blown hawk and tearing shit up. He's not on my top favorite players list. I don't go hard for Russell Westbrook like I do LeBron James or or J.R. Smith or Carmelo Anthony or some of my other favorites that everybody knows. Right? I don't go hard for Russ or or even Kevin Durant. A lot of people, you know, don't like certain things about him. Will troll him and call him all kinds of names. And I'm like, look, I may not like you as a player. You may not be my favorite player. But I respect all of them. All 12 to 14 people on the team. Every man off the bench. Even those extra two people. <laughs> Even the coaches. I might make all my little jokes on Twitter and on this podcast and, and talk my little mess. But if you notice, it's never disrespectful. It's lightweight roasts. I'm not straight disrespecting LeBron or whomever or, or Russ or like, like, it's a, it's a line that you don't cross. And a lot of people felt like Michelle Wolf might have crossed those lines in some aspect of her almost, I believe, 19 to 20 minute roast of, like I said, pretty much everything um, in, in politics. And there may be, maybe not. But I tell you what wasn't crossing the line is talking about her, the some damn eyeshadow in a complimentary way. And then the flip-floppers, the fact-flippers trying to um, flip that into some woman-against-woman type catfighting crap. Like, really, y'all? Really? Of everything that she said, that's what you pulled out of it? The compliment of her perfect, smoky eye? Bravo, Michelle. Bravo, Michelle. When I tell you what she did as a comic looking at this, when I tell you what she did was not easy, that she was taking it to the head 
oh my god and i was looking at her too because she's she's a white lady so i'm like looking at her ears and cheeks to see if they're gonna turn blood red under that pressure when i tell you michelle wolf did not flinch did not flinch and you could feel the tension you could i watched it i didn't even watch it live i watched it the next day in the morning and i felt the tension watching something that wasn't even live i felt the tension through the screen kudos to michelle wolf my sister in comedy yes lord and and look i may agree or disagree with a lot of the things that she may have said i may agree with 99.9 percent, or i may uh, agree with one percent who knows and who cares what the bottom line is i respect what she did as a comic on that stage oof i must say though i must say her roast is is second to obama i don't know if you guys remember that look it up when obama roasted trump he did it very classy very very classy very funny very classy and he's not even a comic um i i i obama is just a dope dude he's a dope dude um from chicago Oh, dear Kanye, with love and light. Oh, dear Kanye, dear Michelle, dear Obama, dear LeBron, dear Russ, dear Lord, help us all. Where is Truman when you need him? God, you guys, I really appreciate you listening um, to me the way you do. I hope that someday my thoughts are, like today I said that Kanye West is prepping himself to run for president in 2024. I believe he's going to align himself with Trump supporters, try to recapture some of, you know, the black community and, and his, you know, people of non, 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 how could I, should I say it? Um, Cause it's not just black people. I would say um, non white nationalist, evil Nazi KKK people. Um, he will re try to realign himself with those folks and um trump is gonna run again in 2020 and most likely win and then kanye west is going to have the torch passed to him in 2024 that's my prediction y'all as in basketball i am usually rooting against my own predictions but you know just like i could see that bright light shining over philly the way i did um the way I saw God's light shining on on Steph Curry, I can also see dark lights as well. And I just hope that Kanye West is right. If him, if him aligning himself with evil to then inspire love and and light, um, I I don't I don't understand it. I I that's not something I could see myself ever attempting, going deep into the darkness to come out into the light. I don't know. I don't know. But that's what I see. That's what I see happening. That's my foresight on that. And what's funny is people who I've said that to have said, well, Trump will never win in in 2020. There's no way he's going to win again. And I kindly remind them, kindly remind them that he didn't win in 2016 either. Uh, That's my word. He did not win in 2016 either. So 
Ah, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I hope you follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Go to coachvon.com and make sure you're listening to me and downloading my podcast on iTunes and Stitcher and all the places where you can find me. SoundCloud, Laughable. Um, I hope you got a good laugh along the way in this episode of Love, Basketball, and Comedy. (laughs) Coach Vaughn, out.